you're listening to Drum Sex. And before we help you have the best sex of your life, we must remind you that some episodes of this podcast do include mature themes. So if you're cool with that, we're happy to have you here. We're back. It's season two of the Drum Sex Podcast, the show where we help you have the best healthiest and most enjoyable sex of your life. I'm your host, Pam Magwaza, and this season we'll be talking everything reproductive health and wellness. From menstruation to using contraceptives, getting an abortion or deciding to have a baby, we'll be talking about it all. And for this episode, we're starting off with menstruation. If you're a menstruator, you know about our red visitor almost every month. It can be annoying. No, seriously, it's very annoying. For non-menstruators who might be listening, let me assure you, it's nothing like how the period advertisements show. It doesn't make you want to jump up and down the street, and it definitely doesn't make you suddenly want to wear all white to work or campus. It can leave you moody, stressed, and grumpy. For some people, it can be a painful experience. The pain is usually felt as a muscle cramp in the tummy, which can spread down your back and thighs. It's definitely a more harrowing experience than the media makes it out to be. Trust me, I menstruate. So because this isn't an all-round great time, having access to a good period product is of utmost importance. All of us want to be our best and most comfortable during this time. So to speak more about this, I reached out to menstruation activist, author, and TEDx speaker, Candice Chirwa. She's also affectionately known as the Minister of Menstruation. She'll be talking about her new book, Flow, the Menstruation Book, and which products, if any, are the best to use during that time of the month. Sure. Um, so firstly, thank you for having me. Um, I really love being on a podcast where we can talk about very taboo topics. I mean, if you think about it, 20 years ago, I don't think we would ever envision speaking about sex or speaking about periods on, on a podcast, um, yeah. um, be it like, you know, with a magazine, but with whoever. So thank you for having me. Um, but yeah, flow, flow the book about menstruation really is an informative guide on a biological process that happens every month for some. Um, and for others, it's, it's a process that doesn't happen, but are still interested to know as to why they should understand why menstrual health matters. Um, I think we all have a social responsibility in ending period poverty and making a menstruator's lives a little bit easier, whether it be in a space of you know, um, you know, donating or creating a period positive space. Um, but besides that, I think Flow just really seeks to educate, empower, and guide um, menstruators and non-menstruators about this process um, that happens every month. And, you know, it's not only just biological, it um, impacts us socially, it impacts us psychologically um, and so we have every right to talk openly about it um, and for me being a part of this project um, alongside other authors was really really amazing and I've just been I've just been really grateful to be a part of a project like this yeah uh, a couple of weeks ago um, there was a tweet that just went viral where um, a woman was basically saying it's unhygienic um, to use pads you know people should use tampons and yeah 
very obviously people were very offended by that because there's many reasons why people wouldn't use tampons. Um, a lot of reasons that have to do with comfort. Um, maybe people have vaginismus. There's there's a bunch mm. of reasons. Um, and what I saw just just seeing people speak about different menstrual products, there's just so much you know misinformation. Um, that spreads around there. I know some people said, you know, tampons are so dangerous. You know, they just, um, they cause um, ovarian cysts. Like and um, like shock, yeah. Yeah. So I think one thing I actually want us to speak about also is different menstrual products. And is there a better product <laughs> um, to use than others? Um and 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 if there is, what 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 would you um, say the better product is? You know what? For me personally, I I choose not to dictate which product is better overall because at the end of the day, like you men- you mentioned, people are very different, mm-hmm. and so one could easily say the menstrual cup is the best option because it is reusable. It's friendly for the environment and it lasts five years but then do we consider people's disabilities to menstruate and whether they're able to actually use any insertable period product um so there's 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 nuances to these things right and for me i always just say this and i always stick to it is that you should use a period product that you feel comfortable with and you're right in saying that there's a lot of like um stigma that that is correlated with specific period products without any actual form of information and education about what these period products do yeah so the reason why i mentioned toxic shock syndrome is often i always get messages from people to say tampons will cause toxic shock syndrome and toxic shock syndrome is a real thing right but it is a rare thing that happens and the the, the, the major correlation that people make when they say when, when you use a tampon and you wear it for longer than eight hours it means you're going to die and you're going to have your legs cut off yeah that is a form of fear that is a form of misinformation and usually what that happens is that then people don't feel comfortable enough to talk about the experiences of using a tampon or to talk about the experiences of using a menstrual cup so i always say use a period product that works for you and if you find that a sanitary pad is comfy for you you use that if you find that period underwear is the best thing for you you use that if you love your menstrual cup you use that because at the end of the day it is your period and no one has any form of jurisdiction or rights to dictate how you should manage your period um so for me i mean i can always talk about the pros and cons of each and every period uh product i can easily talk about the fact that you know reusable pads are amazing and that you know you can you can use them you can wash them but then let's think about um menstruators and communities that have to walk more than 20 kilometers to get access to clean water and the same goes for menstrual cup these two products um in, including the period underwear these three products rather require heavy water usage and in a country where we have a major sanitation issue and where we have an issue where water isn't accessible to all it can be a problem right and so people then tend to fall for using a sanitary pad and and just use it as a way of you know it's the easiest thing for me but then also we then fall into the trap of not understanding how inaccessible it is especially in households where people only get 1,500 rand a month and a sanitary pad doesn't even fall within that list of essentials when a sanitary product or pad is an essential. So there's so many politics that, that lay around period products. And I, and I always just, I always ask people to know in as much as 
it's important to advocate for your own body. Also, also advocate for the other menstruators that don't necessarily have the platforms and positions that we have to be able to speak openly about these things. And whenever someone comes to me to say, yeah, you know, someone told me that using a sandwich pad is disgusting. Mm. I'd be like, okay, but where do they get this information from? Where, where, where's, where, where's, where are the facts? Where, where does it actually say that collecting and managing your menstrual blood is a disgusting thing? Where does that come from? And I think for me, that is why it's so important to always constantly be open about our period experiences and always constantly talk about these things openly without any form of fear or shame so that we can allow people to feel comfortable. I mean, a couple of months ago, I'll share a story of how I was using my menstrual cup I was working out and my menstrual cup fell out <laughs> and that was, oh, no. I, felt, I felt embarrassed, you know, and I, I wouldn't say it, it just popped out. I think I, I will say that I squatted a, a little bit way too hard. You know, I was, I was ready to get my summer body <laughs> and my menstrual cup just slipped out. And at some point I felt like, wait, should I, what should I do? Who do I tell? And that for me was just like, I need to, be open in sharing these stories and sharing these experiences so that someone else could say, yeah, I've also experienced my menstrual cup slipping out. It happens to everyone, you know, because you feel you feel normal, but you also feel like these things happen all the time. So I think it's really important that as a community of menstruators, we can be able to create safe spaces where we can talk about these things without shaming each other. Because that tweet really hurt me when I saw it. I was like, this is a fellow menstruator shaming other fellow menstruators why where are you getting the stigma from that isn't okay to only know that maybe it's something that was probably passed down from her but i just think it's so important that we are very aware of the impact that we have when we are shaming people for something they have no control over um yeah yeah <laughs> this is nunku lego a journalist here at drum magazine she's talking about period products that she prefers for me, I think it has to do with my background, right? The only thing that I could afford when I started my period, which was a very early age, I was 12. Um, so the only thing I knew were pads, right? Um, as much as they felt so uncomfortable, but it's the only thing that I've used um, all my life. I tried using a tampon, but it just felt so uncomfortable and yeah just like a foreign object if that makes sense and i've just always um stick to using pads um i've definitely found ones that are more comfortable um wearing so yeah pads all the way yeah definitely and i found also like a lot of people say tampons are very very uncomfortable for them um i'm the same well not necessarily but um I started off using pads because that's what I was given when I started my period. Like your parents are just like here and you kind of just use your mom's <laughs> the whole time. Um, and that's what I did for the longest time. It's, I only switched to tampons when I was 25. That's like two years ago now. Um, and it's, it's very, very uncomfortable. I remember the first time I put one on, I like cried and I was like, I'm never doing this again. <laughs> and, and yeah, and, and now it's it's like super comfortable. I don't want to ever go back to anything else. Really? Um, yeah, I don't. I think like, because we talk about pros and cons, right? The pros are that like, I don't feel it. Um, 
it's like I'm not even on my period, which is great. But at the same time, like you, you can't really sleep with the tampon on if you're not going to wake up every few hours. Because, I mean, if you leave it on for too long, you could get toxic shock syndrome, which is very serious. Mm. So I think the only con there is that I, I when I'm on my period, I just know that I set like three alarms and I'll be up <laughs> every three hours just to check. Um, so that's the only thing. But what are what are your cons um, about using pads? I'm just thinking about the cons of um, using pads, right? Um, and like basically how wasteful it is. Sometimes you just, where are you going to throw your pad away? You know, that's something exactly. that I've, actually, um, I've struggled with. And changing it is definitely a must, especially on days where you're just having... Um, a really heavy flow that um, got me thinking um, of use because I've been reading a lot on um, painty. What are they called? Underwear? Is it a pet underwear? What is Period it? Called? Underwear. Period, Period underwear. Period underwear. Yeah. Period underwear. So I've been reading a lot about it, and I'm seeing so many places that sell it, like cotton on, take a lot mm. as well. Um, but I really love these conversations where we normalize a period and normalize having solutions and like having comfort on days where it's that time of the month. This is Candice again, speaking about the pros and cons of using a menstrual cup. I mean, from a personal user experience, um, I find the fact that it's very soft um because you know you look at it and you feel like whoa this isn't this is intimidating this is meant to go up my vagina well okay interesting <laughs> but um i think for me what is great about it is soft and you genuinely don't feel it and if i have a very long day where i i genuinely feel like i won't have as much time to frequent the bathroom because the reality is when you are wearing a sanitary pad, you'll have to maybe frequent the bathroom every three to six hours, sometimes even eight if you're wearing a longer pad. But I always just find that when I am wearing a sanitary pad, my brain is automatically thinking, okay, I need to go and check that it's not too full. And with a menstrual cup, you don't really have to worry about that because it collects blood minimum six to 12 hours, depending on the size of the cup that you use. Um, so for me, I love that because if I know that I have a long day and I've got a set of workshops and engagements and everything. I can just insert my cup and I'll be like, okay, insert it this morning. I'll check it later this evening. And that is really amazing. Um, but I will do, I will say that with my, with my icon, I think obviously the first time it took, it took, a, it took a bit of practice for me in inserting. I mean, there were different positions that I had to try. Yes, um, yes. And, and I found out that the Nando's chicken was my favorite, you know, laying on my back. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and up, you know that was my favorite instead of squatting in the shower or whatever that but everyone has their different positions but I think it, the, for me what took the time was inserting wasn't as hard as removal because removal was it was just trying to figure out like okay so do I you know you obviously can't pull the stem because the stem will hurt yeah but we, where do I pinch do I pinch the base do I pinch the top you know and you 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 have to get in there you know for anyone listening to this and thinking hmm I want to try menstrual cup you are going to get very familiar with your vagina so it can get you messy it can get messy. get messy yeah but I think what's easier then is because your menstrual blood is a lubricant it's not as sore that's what I appreciated that I didn't have too much 
I think what made the process more difficult was that I was stressing and I forgot that my vaginal canal is a muscle. So if you stress and you tense up your muscle, then it's going to be harder to remove the menstrual cup. And so you have to relax. You have to sort of be in a position where you're like, okay, this position works for me. Um, and I'm going to relax myself. I'm going to pinch on the base. I think that's the easiest thing to do. And then I'll pull the cup out. And I also find that oftentimes Kegel exercises do work in certain positions that you feel like, okay, maybe I'm stressed or this is not working out. You can actually use Kegel exercises to push the cup out, but it is a lot of admin. You know, you have to find different ways to just find a rhythm to make it work. But once you've got it, it's it's amazing. You know, we, we've spoken a lot about hygiene and, and you know, personally, I don't think hygiene has to do um, with menstrual products at all um, because most menstrual products are hygienic. Um, so do you just want to speak on, you know, how, uh, you know, menstruators can keep clean during their period, mm-hmm. um, just away from what, whatever type of menstrual product they use. Yeah, I when I menstruate, I um, I bath or shower twice a day. So I shower in the morning and I shower in the evening, um, purely because sometimes just that you just it just I don't know you just feel um, it's been a heavy day. Um, your hormones have been on a roller coaster ride. You've been craving all you wanted to crave. And sometimes the best self care act you can provide yourself is either a shower or a bath. Mm-hmm. Actually, I'm very intentional when I'm menstruating that I take a very nice bath with some, you know, candles there, a little bit of a bath bomb situation. Love the self care. Um, you know, Love it. Yeah, you could. That's also something we don't prioritize as women in general. We don't prioritize self care, but when we're on our period, we should prioritize it even more because mm-hmm. remember your body is literally going through hormonal fluctuations and your body is sending you signals as to what it is that it requires from you. So I never, ever, ever, ever doubt my body when it says, girl, today I'm craving that in the bun. I'm like, you know what? I get it. There is the, there's, there's like a lot of blood leaving your body. So I'm not going to doubt you. If you want that in the bun, I will give you that in the bun. You know, if you want that form of self-care, you want to read, you want to listen, you want to walk, you want, mm-hmm. I will give that to you because it is what my body wants and it and it deserves that because I mean <laughs> our periods really will take will do the most will literally do the most mm-hmm. but I think when in terms of hygiene what is really important is that I always do say that you know um, idly shower or bath twice a day um, especially when I'm menstruating um, and also what I do then um, say is that if you are using your disposable period products is that be very intentional about the timing. So always be, be, be aware that if you're using a tampon, it's a uh, minimum three, minimum four hours, maximum eight hours. If you're using a disposable pad, depending on your flow, uh, minimum four hours, maximum 12 if you're using a nighttime pad, etc. So just be very deliberate about that. And also if you're using, then using reusable, pa- uh, reusable period products, clean clean them wash them so even before you use your menstrual cup be very intentional about leaving your menstrual cup in a little container or bowl of um warm water let it wash let it like chill there for a bit and then just give it a little dry and then insert it but also be very deliberate when you are removing your menstrual cup before you insert it back again you wash it with water um if you feel that you are out you know because it happens you know you maybe you're out with the girlies or you're out on a date um and you don't necessarily have enough access to water you can also use um 
some form of um, wipe. So I think it's like, what is it? The wipes. Yeah, you can use wipes with your menstrual cup as well. Obviously, with your period underwear and reusable pad, you need to have water. But I think just be very intentional about your um, routine when it comes to whilst you're menstruating so every time i wake up in the morning i the first thing i do i don't answer emails i don't answer i just put myself in the bath i put myself in the shower and then i feel refreshed and 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 ready to go and i think it's just also being kind to yourself during this time um often and something that i've also you know realized through uh writing flow is that our depression does kick in way more when we are menstruating purely because hormones are fluctuating so this is a time where you have to be kind to yourself and so you should also be kind to how you manage yourself hygiene wise so if you even want to like i've heard ridiculous things about my students telling me how they can't wash their wash their hair when they're menstruating because it'll fall out and i'm like no more than anything you should be practicing really good forms of hygiene during this time mm-hmm. he's going through what it needs to go through so take care of yourself during this time um so yeah i i think it all depends from person to person but when it comes to the period product management always make sure that you are very cognizant of how long you're using it for um and that you know you just if you feel like you just need a shower or a a bath do that you know and that's it for this week's episode this podcast was produced and edited by me pam magwaza special thanks to candace chirwa for joining us on the show and thank you for listening remember to take care of yourself always practice consent and continue to be vocal about how you feel. From me, Pam, take care until next time.